You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Blessed brothers and sisters of our blessed parish and our blessed guests who are joining us wherever you are now for this Eucharistic celebration. Today is the fifth Sunday of Lent. So today, we come to the end of our Lenten series, which had five parts. Our main theme during this Lenten series was to put a smile on God's face. To put a lenting smile on God's face. And throughout these five weeks of Lent, we try to see how we can do that as Christians of this wonderful parish. On the first Sunday of Lent, we reflected on the good news of knowing our adversary, the evil one, Satan who is always there to zap our joy like Satan did to Adam and Eve when they destroyed all that God had planned for humanity. On the second Sunday of Lent, we talked about the Lenten mountain experience. We were invited as a parish to accompany Peter, James, and John to the mountain so that we can really have that personal encounter with the Lord as did Peter, James, and John. And you remember that wonderful remark by Peter, let us build three tents here, Lord, because of the excitement, the joy of experiencing the presence of God in their lives. On the third Sunday of Lent, we looked at that woman at the world, a woman who had been rejected by society, transformed by the power of grace at the world. The world is the place of encounter with God. The world is the church. Through the church, we encounter God. At that world, that woman of Samaria, met the right man in her life who completely changed her life. And we are told in the gospel on that third Sunday of Lent that with the joy of having experienced the greatness of God's grace in her life, she went back to her town and evangelized the whole town. And we are reminded that the whole of Samaria came to believe in Jesus because of that woman. What a wonderful gift to have women in the church like the woman at Samaria. Last Sunday, the literary Sunday, the Sunday of joy, we reflected on the blind beggar and religious legalism. We saw how the blind beggar was cured of his blindness physically and also spiritually. 
on one hand, and the Pharisees who claimed to be working for God could not have any miracles because of religious legalism. And we said last Sunday that religious legalism is that attitude, mindset, a way of relating with God that focuses only on obligation, on the law, on rules, on precepts, and not on the power of grace in our lives. Love comes before the law. If we truly love God and our neighbor, then we will truly do what God tells us to do in his commandments. Today, my dear blessed brothers and sisters of our wonderful parish, we are going to look at the tomb which is not our natural habitat. Today, we are presented with the story of the grave in all the readings. Of, we, we are presented with the story of the, the significance of tombs, graves, and burial grounds in our lives. All the three readings talk about the grave or tombs and burial grounds in our lives. At first sight, this can be very scary. But amid all the talks about tombs and graveyards, as we see in the three readings of today, the scriptures emphasize the power of God who calls us out of our tombs out of our graves to new life. In these readings, we see the overwhelming power of God's ruach, the Hebrew word for spirit, or pneuma, the Greek word for spirit, at work in our lives to restore us to new life. Let us briefly look at each of the readings. In the first reading, we see Ezekiel, presents us his vision, filled with bones, symbolic of the exiles themselves, dried up and without hope. But Ezekiel, speaking in the name of God, promises the people that God will open their graves and pull them out of their graves through the power of his word. God, through the prophet, tells them not to be afraid, for God will open their graves and raise them up to new life. Wow. What a promise of hope. That is not all. God will impact on them his work, the life-giving spirit. You can see that it is very clear from the prophecy of Ezekiel that for all God's children, the tomb can never be the natural habitat, which is our theme for today. We do not belong to the grave. Looking at the coronavirus that is taking thousands of lives away, sometimes we can think that the world is coming to an end. Can we not say that we are like the Israelites held in captivity today? by the coronavirus that is taking many lives away? 
These are challenging times. But we know that God is alive. And this has made us to live in fear. And some of us are giving up on life because we are losing people. Our loved ones are dying. We are losing hope. But let us not forget, God is still alive. In the second reading of today, from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 8 to 11, Paul tells us that whatever, whoever does not have the Spirit of God does not belong to him. Why this? Because, as Paul says, the flesh is dead due to sin, and the spirit is life due to righteousness. Hence, Paul concludes in that reading that the one who raised Jesus from the dead will also raise us up from our mortal bodies through the spirit of God that dwells in us. Again, we see the power of the Holy Spirit to pull us out of our graves, out of our frustration, out of our difficulties in the gospel of today. We see the story of the raising of Lazarus. And this story proclaims the great truth that Jesus is Lord of life. He has power to call us out of our tombs. It must, it must have been an awesome moment to see Jesus facing the tomb and commanding, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. Suddenly, out of the shadows, a bound body emerges. Jesus said, untie him and let him go free. And guess what happens? Lazarus comes back to life and is set free. This is a splendid example of Jesus' power over life and death. My dear brothers and sisters, when we hear these stories about God calling us out of our tombs, calling out us out of our graves, there is always one dilemma that we sometimes face. That dilemma I call the matters dilemma, as you could find in today's story. When Martha met Jesus, she said, Lord, if you were there, my brother would not have died. You see, Martha was talking about the past tense of faith. Lord, if you were there, the past tense. The Lord said, Martha, I am there. I am here. Martha says again, Lord, I know you are here. I know my brother will rise on the last day. So Martha pointed again to the future tense of faith. Martha does not talk about the present. Lord, I know my brother will rise on the last day. But according to Martha, Martha knows that it cannot happen even when she is there to see her brother being raised from the dead. 
many Catholics sometimes think like Martha. When we hear about all these miracles going on in the world, or when we read the scriptures about the things that God did, sometimes we think it is a fairy tale about a past or something that will happen to us when we die and then we will rise from the dead, as the Bible says. But these stories, these three readings, are not talking about the past, neither are they talking about the future. These three stories we have heard in all the readings are talking about the present. This is what I call Martha's Dilemma. When we do not truly believe that God can remove us from our graves, even now, even today, that God can call us from our graves, even today, from our tombs, even today, this is the matter's dilemma. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, we find ourselves also in all kinds of tombs or graves in our lives, be they consciously or unconsciously, Remember that there is not only biological death, that is physical death, but more especially from John's, John's point of view, as we saw in last Sunday's gospel text of the blind beggar, is spiritual death or spiritual lifelessness. Many Christians are physically alive, but spiritually lifeless. As one spiritual writer describes it, they belong to what he calls the living dead. These are physically alive, but spiritually lifeless. Are you among one of the living dead of our community? Jesus has a challenge for you to come out from your tombs today. And throughout this week, before Holy Week, Jesus is calling each and every one of us to come out of our own graves, our own tombs. The great miracle of Lazarus' story is not just the fact that Jesus is Lord over life and death. No. The great miracle is that why he is dead Lazarus hears the word of Jesus and obeys it. Lazarus hears the word of Jesus in the tomb and obeys it. Hearing the voice of the Son of God, Lazarus lives again. Are you ready, wherever you are following us this Sunday, to hear the Lord's voice in your tomb? and experience liberation from the tomb of sin. Jesus is calling you to come out and be unbound with a renewed life of grace through the sacrament of reconciliation before Easter. From the tomb of fear and anxiety because of the coronavirus, Jesus is calling you to come out to a life of faith and joy in him. From the tomb of anger, bitterness, and resentment in our lives. Jesus is calling you to come out and be unbound so that you can now begin living a life of appreciation, gratitude, 
and joyful praise from the tomb of religious legalism. Jesus is calling you to come out and be unbound so that you can experience the power of his amazing grace. From the tomb of depression and suicidal tendencies in our lives, Jesus is calling you today to come out from that grave and experience the freedom to be God's children and make the best of each day in your life here on earth. From the tomb of self-absorption, Jesus is calling you to come out and embrace the sacraments of marriage and holy orders to sacrificial love. From the tomb of condemnation and guilt of your past, Jesus is calling you now to let go of the bondage of your past life and embrace the new life of grace in Jesus. In him, we are a new creation. The old is gone. And above all, from the tomb of isolation, Jesus is calling you to come out wherever you are and receive the Eucharist, either sacramentally or spiritually at this time of the coronavirus pandemic. Dear brothers and sisters, Jesus is reminding us today that the tomb is not our natural habitat. Are you ready to hear his voice in your tomb as Lazarus did? This is your choice. This week, before we get into the great week of Easter, the Holy Week, on your marks, get set. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.